welcome to the New Christian Life Church's live stream, where the pastors are Pastors Richard and Emma Butler, and we are so glad that you are joining us today. No matter what it may look like, we believe and know that God is in control. He is an ever-present help in the time of trouble, Psalms 46 and 1. And with the help of modern technology, we can gather virtually to praise, worship, and minister God's Word. If this is your first time tuning in, we would like to give you a special welcome. You could have picked any church's live stream, but you chose ours, and we thank you for that. Our mission is to go to the highways and hedges to share God's Word throughout the world, whether it be in person, at our church, or virtually on your phone, tablet, computer, or smart TV. Make sure to like and follow us on social media at Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, and Instagram. And share this with your family and friends. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it and we appreciate you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to New Christian Life Church today, where Jesus is Lord and Pastor Richard Butler is our pastor. We thank you for joining us for this service this morning. So this morning we're going to talk about or we're going to, but what the Lord wants us to discuss is keep fighting the good fight. Keep fighting the good fight. I know it's been a long time through this pandemic. We've all faced different types of challenges. Everyone has faced challenges, but the Lord Jesus wants us to know that we have to keep fighting that good fight. And before we get into the word, we're going to just open up in a word of prayer. Amen. So while you're grab, grabbing your Bibles, if you would just, just go with me before the throne of God. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne together. Father, we thank you that the blood of Jesus has made the way for us to come before your throne. And Lord, we thank you that you are here with us and you are mindful of us. You protect us. And Father, we thank you for encouraging the body of Christ today, encouraging us to keep forward and to move forward. Father, we thank you for this great ministry, New Christian Life Church and our pastor, Richard and Emma Butler. Father, we thank you for them. We thank you that you have continued to bless them and you have continued to keep them and you will continue, Father. We thank you that the ministry is continuing to move forward. We plead the blood of Jesus over every member, over every every person that has tuned in today. Father God, we ask that you teach us, Holy Spirit, teach us what you want us to know. Think through my mind, Holy Spirit, speak through my vocal cords. Lord, just have your way in this place. Have your way through the word. And I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So as I said before, our, our subject today is keep fighting the good fight. 
keep fighting the good fight. I know it has been um, some, some time now that we have been um, in the midst of this pandemic, but God is still God. He is still amazing. He's still healing. He's still delivering. He is still providing and he is still protecting. So I come to encourage you today, encourage all of you who are listening today to keep fighting the good fight of faith. Yes, we are in a fight, but we as believers, we fight our good fight and the good fight is faith. So if you have your word, your Bible there, and I pray that you do, I believe that you do. If you can turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, that's where we're going to start. This is our foundation of, of today's teaching. And I will be teaching from the New King James Version today. And the scripture reads thusly, it says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Hallelujah. Fight the good fight of faith. You know, when I read this scripture, I know this is a letter from Paul to Timothy, but my mind went back to Jesus. When Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, he said, I pray that your faith fail not. He was talking to Peter because Jesus was getting ready to go through a challenging time. And Jesus understood that it's not only a challenging time for him, but it would be a challenging time for his disciples as well. Because he understood that those that were after him and those that wanted to persecute him, Jesus, would also want to persecute his disciples. So he was talking to Peter and he told Peter, he said, look, Peter, he said, the devil desires to sift you like wheat. He said, but I pray that your faith fails not. Isn't that amazing that even our Lord Jesus Christ, he will pray that our faith doesn't fail. So just like the disciples in that time when Jesus prayed for them, that their faith wouldn't fail, he's also praying for us right now. He is our advocate in the throne room of heaven with the Father, and he's praying for you and I that our faith won't fail. So Paul wrote it this way. He told Timothy, he said, you know what? Fight the good fight of faith. Keep fighting. He said, lay hold on eternal life. That eternal life that, that was promised by Jesus, Paul told Timothy, he said, lay hold on that. What he mean, meant by that is like, when you fight the good fight, when you fight something, you are contending with an adversary. You are contending, you are struggling with difficulties and dangers. That's what we are facing in our everyday life. Even before the pandemic, even before what we're doing today, and even after this pandemic is going away, goes away because it is going away, we will still have challenges. We will still have difficulties in our life that we will have to contend with. And what Paul is saying here, he says, when you are contending with these difficulties, when you are in the midst of these difficulties, he said, fight the good fight of faith. Hold on or lay hold of your eternal life that was promised to you. Your eternal life is a life that started when you accepted Jesus Christ of Nazareth as our Savior. Hallelujah. When you accepted the Lord Jesus in your life, when he became your master, when he became your Lord, that is when your eternal life was birthed on the inside of you. 
So yes, you're living your eternal life now. It's not when you are over, when you die and you go to heaven. Yes, that will happen. Yes, we will face that transition. All of us will face that, face that transition because the Lord said it's appointed unto man once to die. But your eternal life begins now. Eternity means forever. So when I accepted, when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, as your Savior, your eternity with him began right then. Hallelujah. It began right then. So even through our life here on this earth, even through this, we will have difficulties while we're here on this earth, but we have to fight that good fight. We have to lay hold on eternal life and don't let it go. So it said, lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called. You were called to a life, an eternal life with the Lord Jesus Christ. You were called to this life. You were called to have a good life with Jesus. You were called to live your best life in the Lord Jesus and in his kingdom. Jesus said that he came that you might have life. This is John 10, 10. He came that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. That's so exciting. Jesus came that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly, but we're learning here and we're seeing here that we have to contend for this life. We have to fight for this life. We fight by keeping our faith. We have to hold on and hang on to this life because we realize and recognize that we were called, hallelujah, to have a good life. You're called to have a great life, even through adversity. You can say, thank you, Lord, because you're with me, my life is great. And I will continue to fight the good fight. And he says, to which you were called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. You confess good confession, meaning you speak good of the life that you have with Jesus. Didn't the Bible teach us, teach us, and it does teach us, that we'll have whatever we say? Hallelujah. You'll have whatsoever you say. So while you're fighting this good fight, a part of fighting or contending for the good life you contend with the enemy is your confession. Hallelujah. Amongst many witnesses, the Lord is saying. So how are you confessing, or better yet, what have you been confessing over your life? What have you been speaking over your life? Are you speaking the promises of God over your life, or are you speaking death that you're hearing from other avenues? It's important, child of God, right now, that we have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. Because as we have the ear to hear what the Spirit is saying, then we will repeat what the Spirit is saying, and then we will have that good life, that abundant life that Jesus Christ was speaking of in John. Hallelujah. So when we say we have confessed the good confession, our good confession is confessing the Word of God, confessing His promises over us, confessing His promises over our children, confessing his promises over our family, confessing his promises over our marriages. If God said we were going to have a good marriage, we need to say that. If God said our children will grow up and be blessed, we 
that he will provide for you and bless you, then you need to say that. It's all in what you say. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You have to have good confession. This is the word of God. Good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So what the Lord is saying, hallelujah, don't be afraid to confess his word. Don't be afraid to tell people that you have faith in God. Don't be afraid to tell people that Jesus Christ is your savior and he protects you, he delivers you, he heals you, hallelujah, he prospers you, he brings you through, he blesses you with every blessing. Yes, I will go through, yes, you may go through challenges, but even through challenges, God is still blessing, God is still moving, God is still doing everything that he said he will do in your life. We have to fight the good fight of faith. We have to contend for what God has spoken over our life. We have to contend with the enemy because what the enemy wants to do, he wants to weaken you and he wants you to let go of your faith. But God is saying not so. He said, yes, this is a turnaround season for some of you. This is a turnaround season actually for all of us. He's turning things around. He's moving things in order for you. He's operating in, 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 in your behalf. He is orchestrating things. He's placing things where he wants them in your life. But you have to fight that good fight. You have to keep fighting. You have to keep holding on and you have to keep believing God. Don't let the enemy cause you not to believe God. Hallelujah, child of God. Keep your belief in Jesus. Keep your faith in Jesus because I tell you right now that is the only way we're going to make it in this day. That's the only way we're going to make it in this hour. Everyone else may think they're making it through their own strength and through their abilities, but child of God, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the life. Hallelujah. He's the only way that you and I are going to make it through this. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. So when you fight a good fight of faith, you continue to stand firmly on your foundation. Continue to stand firm. And, and when you think about faith, faith is, faith is your trust in God's power and his ability. Faith is your trust. When you talk about strong faith, it is your trust and your belief in God's power and God's G and Jesus's power and ability to get things done. It's not in your ability, but it is in God's ability. So what are you trusting and believing in? You're trusting and believing in God's ability to protect you. That's where your faith lies. Yes, things are going on around you, but God said, believe and trust in my ability to protect you. God is the most high God. There is none that can stand before him. Hallelujah. We sing that song forever that who is like the Lord? Hallelujah. God is strong. God is greater. God is bigger. Well, if God is strong, God is greater. God is bigger. Then we need to hang on to the faith that his ability is enough or more than enough to get us through. His ability to protect us, he will protect us. He has an ability to provide for us. So we don't have to worry about
you prayed for. Faith is the title deed that is the assurity, that is the confirmation that you will receive those things that you ask God for. That's why we have to keep fighting the good fight of faith. Don't let your faith go, child of God. Don't let your faith go. Faith is what gives substance to what you've asked God for in prayer. Hallelujah. If you don't see it, hallelujah, you will see it because your faith will, what it will do, it will bring into, into the physical what is in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's what I just said to you. Your faith is the evidence of what you might not see in this physical realm right now. So what you've prayed and asked God for, if you prayed and asked God for delivering your children, if you prayed and asked God for healing, if you prayed and asked God for a specific provision, then you have to keep the faith because faith is your evidence of what you might not see right now. Hallelujah. So when you pray for it, believe that you receive it and then you shall have it in your life. So as you are praying, then your faith reaches into the realm of the spirit because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of what you don't see right now. It reaches into the realm of the spirit and it pulls it into your now. It pulls it into your physical. It pulls it into where you are right now. So although when I release my prayer to the Lord Jesus Christ or when I release my prayer to Father God, I might not see it right now, but what my faith is doing is reaching in the realm of the spirit and it is bringing that thing that I've released with my mouth through prayer into my physical realm. Hallelujah. That's why we keep fighting the good fight of faith. We have to keep fighting. We have to contend because what the enemy doesn't want to happen, he doesn't want you to receive what God has already promised you. So yeah, he might bring doubt to you to say it ain't going to happen. But here I'm here to tell you today, child of God, that yes, it will happen. If you keep the you got to believe it before you see it. You got to pray and ask God for it before you see it. And you have to keep the faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 2 says this. It says, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. By it, the it is faith. Hallelujah. In verse 1, we saw where it says, now faith is the substance. Verse 2 says, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Hallelujah. By this kind of faith, by this faith, the elders, the ones that went before us, the Hall of Fame of Faith, we think about Abraham, think about Isaac, we think about all those that went before us, but also think about those that are living before you right now. Think about your grandmother, your great-grandmother, your mother, your father, everybody that has walked out faith. It says, by from the 
you, Jesus. Glory to God. For by faith, hallelujah, the elders obtained a good testimony. A good one. Child of God, you and I both need to have a good testimony. Hallelujah. A testimony of how good God is, how God brought us through. Some of us have that testimony that God has brought us through this pandemic. He's going to take us through and he's going to take us beyond because he has something designed for us to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He wants us to contend and continue to fight the good fight of faith because, hallelujah, God said he needs to expand his kingdom. And the only way he can expand his kingdom, hallelujah, is for you and I from God, a word that was spoken of your life, holly, over your life, 
Oh, the word that you're hearing today, that is a prophecy made concerning you. He said, by them, you may wage a good warfare. Meaning those words, those prophecies that were spoken over your life, the word of God that was spoken over your life, you have to take those words and you have to wage a warfare with those words. What did we say before? Confess the word of God. Speak those words out of your mouth. You shall have whatsoever you say. In other words, you have to come into agreement with the word of God that was spoken over you. You come into agreement with the word of God that you read in his Bible that concerns you. You come into agreement with that word. And when you come into agreement with that word, you'll begin to speak that word over your life. You are waging a warfare. You have to war for the manifestation of the word of God. You war with your faith that we said earlier. You keep your faith. You keep fighting the good fight. It says here, having faith and a good conscience. So, so Paul tells Timothy how to wage the good warfare. Verse 19, having faith and a good conscience, which some rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Hmm. So let's look at this. What Paul is saying here, don't let go of your faith and good morals. If you do, your faith will suffer shipwreck. So first, he told Timothy, he said, of the prophecies that were made concerning you, you have to wage a good warfare. How you wage a good warfare is by having faith and a good conscience. Because if you reject faith and you don't have good morals and a good conscience, then your faith will be shipwrecked. When you think about the word shipwreck, think about this now. You're, you're, you, you've heard a prophecy spoken over you. You've read the promises in the word of God that, that what God promised you. But it seems like nothing is happening. Hallelujah. He says, look at verse 19 again. Which some have rejected concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck. Think about a shipwreck. When, when there's a shipwreck, you are stranded. Hallelujah. You're stranded or you're sidetracked. You're stranded. Or the ship or your method of transportation is now broken or destroyed. You have no more method of transportation. So look at this. Now, when, when you reject faith and when you reject a moral compass or a moral life through in Jesus Christ, then your faith becomes shipwrecked. You get stranded. You get sidetracked. And that's what the adversary wants to happen. He wants you to become shipwrecked. He wants you to get stranded and not move forward in the things of God. This is why when it comes to a moral life, a moral conscience, a good morality, you have people rejecting that saying, well, okay, I can do whatever because of the blood of Jesus. That's hyper grace. No, you cannot do whatever because God told us in Ephesians, he said, he said, you, you have to put away lying. You have to put away wrath. You have to put, you have to put away bad communication. He told us, Ephesians 4 and 29, he said, only let good communication come out of your mouth. That will bring edification to the hearers. Not all of this bickering and backside, backbiting and cussing and all of this stuff, that should not come out of your mouth. You should be able to have a good, clean conscience, hallelujah, when it comes to how you've treated people, when it comes 
character. So basically, the Lord said, don't reject your character. Don't reject your faith. He said, I want you to take on my character, hallelujah, and I want you to have good morals because I don't want your faith to be shipwrecked. I don't want you to lose your transportation. So you're on your way. Look at this, child of God. You're on your way to completing what God has called you to do. You are moving towards your destiny, hallelujah. But because you reject faith, you reject your confidence and trust in God's ability to get you there, and then you reject the morality, hallelujah, good morals in your life, and you don't have a good conscience, hallelujah. Your transportation, your method of transportation, where God was taking you to that destination, is now broken down, is now destroyed, and you're no longer moving in the right direction that God wants you to. This is why God is telling us today, keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep fighting that good fight. Keep having that, that good conscience. Hallelujah. He wants you to remain confident that Jesus never fails. Hallelujah. We have a destiny to fulfill, church. We can make it. You can make it. Even with all that's going on, we can make it. We can walk through this. Jesus said in the Psalms, it was David that said, he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, it comforts me. Hallelujah. He said, yeah, I will walk through the valley. He is walking through the valley. He ain't staying in the valley. He ain't camped out in the valley. He didn't let his life get shipwrecked in the valley where he stranded in the valley. He kept the faith. He said, I'm walking through the valley. Hallelujah. He said, and I'm not going to fear while I'm in the valley because I know that God is there with me, comforting me. His staff is guiding me. His peace is surrounding me. And there is an other side to this valley. Hallelujah. You have an other side to this valley. You're not going to stay in this valley for the rest of your life. Thank you, Jesus. We ain't going to stay here for the rest of our life. Glory to God. We have an other side. Hallelujah. If you're standing in your living room, just lift your hand and say, there is another side. I have another side. Hallelujah. A side of peace. Hallelujah. Side of tranquility. Hallelujah. Side of prosperity. The side of healing. I will come out of this valley. You really need to begin to prophesy that over yourself. You need to begin to prophesy that over your children. I will come out of this valley. We are coming out God's results. Hallelujah. When you do things God's way, you are guaranteed God's results. 
22 through 23, it says this, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, thank you Jesus, and our bodies washed with pure water, thank you Jesus. Verse 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise, hallelujah. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, because he, the Lord Jesus Christ, is faithful that promise. So what this is saying to us, church, hallelujah, we got to have our hearts and our minds sprinkled from an evil conscience, and we have to hold on to the faith of God, knowing that God is faithful. Everything that he promised will come to pass in your life. Everything that he spoke over to you will come to pass in your life. You don't have to doubt. You don't have to wonder. You don't even have to speculate. All you have to do is keep fighting the good fight of faith. Hold on to your faith. Don't let your faith go. Hallelujah. Keep the assurance. Keep the trust that God will do everything in his power to protect you, to provide for you, and to heal you, child of God. Hallelujah. Your faith is in God's ability. Your trust and your comfort, com confidence is in God's ability, knowing that he is faithful. And yes, your comfort is in him as well. Father God, he loves you today. Child of God, the Lord Jesus loves you so much, and he wants you to know he's there with you. He ain't left you. He ain't gonna forsake you. He will not leave you at all. He is there. He is there to give you everything that you need. He said that he will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory, not according to what you have and not according to what you think you can get, but it's according to his riches in glory. And I want to take this moment to invite you, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is a great and grand opportunity and time for you to get to know him so you can have that good testimony, so you can have that good confession amongst many witnesses, and that you can live this life of faith with us because it's a great life. It's an awesome life. So if you want the Lord Jesus to come into your life and to be your master, just right now, just lift your hands wherever you are and just repeat this after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that you are real and I believe that you exist. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life, be my master, be my Lord, be my savior. And Jesus, I repent of everything that I may have done against you and against your word. Yeah.